and welcome to the Heavy Pages podcast, a safe space for women struggling with an unexpected and unwanted separation or divorce. I'm Josie, your host, and I too have been where you are. It was a crushing time in my life, and to help me cope, I kept a journal. In this podcast, I cracked that journal open to share with you those raw, emotional, and sometimes pretty embarrassing entries. I take you with me on a deep dive, analyzing my thoughts and feelings now that I have some perspective. My mission is to share with you some of the pitfalls that extended my journey to healing and to offer support, validation, tips, and tools to help you push past the heavy pages of your own journey. Hello and welcome back to another journal entry episode. And I just want to warn you that this is going to be long. This I am holding in my hands right now a one, two, three, four, five, six pages. So if you um, have something to do for this whole time, if you need to get you know, a a drink and a snack, I highly suggest it because this is going to be a doozy. All right. With that warning, I will tell you that this is for Wednesday, October 27th. Okay. So today has not been going well in the guy Josie front. Starting with, I had a really great time last night at the mail review with my girls. But one of them got drunk and made a call to Guy and left him a message on his work voicemail. He was not happy after he heard it. And then I felt like shit for making him or being a part of him feeling bad. When just the other day, I was venting like crazy about how much I hated him. Still, I see that hurting him does not make me feel better. In fact, I feel like shit. Well, okay, so I know he is not over it, but I tried to talk to him about other stuff, right? And I can see he is still upset about it. Or I feel he is because we are IMing. I know I should not have bothered to write to him, but I'm stupid. I know that. And darn if I do not have therapy tomorrow. That sucks. Well, anyway, we start talking about the holiday and how he should have our boy for Thanksgiving, but I wanted to take him with me to see my brother. And he was like, sure, take him because what is he going to do here at home with just me? I got the feeling that he was having a pity party for himself and maybe I'm just a bitch, but I do not see how he can feel bad and lonely when he chose this. Now, that is to say, I feel bad because he could feel bad that he does not have the perfect family to spend it with. Hell, he could be talking about the family he wished he has and not me altogether. Anyway, he wrote me an email after I sent him one explaining how I felt. And well, it was the same old shit. Really, I think that if I compare, they all sound pretty much the same. I'm the bad guy. He is the poor misunderstood one that is always called the bad guy. Why am I not used to this shit from him? I have been trying so hard to not overreact to things. I guess the tension has been high due to yesterday being our eight-year anniversary and then that message. But still, maybe this is best. We are, again, working on not talking to each other I have included a recent emailing so you can see how fucked up today has been. From me. 
Looks like today is not going to be one of our better days. I should not have made that remark and then logged right off. However, I got the feeling that you were feeling bad, that you were going to be alone on Thanksgiving, and I was trying to point you in the direction of the bright side. And when you said that, that was not how you saw it. Well, I got a bit upset. Maybe I read into it too much, but as the woman that had made you her family, or a big part of it anyway... I do not think I can hear you feel bad about not having one when you made the choice. Hell, maybe you were referring to your real family and I took it all wrong because I still have trouble not seeing you as real family to me. Anyway, I guess my point is I do not think that I can be the one to hear that you feel bad for not having a family when you had one for a better or worse and walked away from it. And I know that I am very lucky to have my mom and other family, but do not think for a single second that that makes me feel better about not having the family I chose. From him. I'm really tired of this. Just for the fucking record, I was talking about the whole only watching football and no family remarks. I thought it was obvious that I was referring to my family and the fact that it seems like a very small Thanksgiving with just the boy and I. But you're right. That was what I chose. You are completely in the right, and I'm completely in the wrong. I had everything to do with everything. That's obviously how you see it, despite having epiphanies and things that you've told me. And that's obviously how everyone around you sees it. I have never, ever insulted you to other people. In fact, I've only had nothing but good things to say about you. That message seriously hurt me really bad this morning. Maybe I haven't been hurt enough yet, so that we're even. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe after that, who knows? God knows I don't know anything anymore. But hell, I really just don't know anything anymore. I know I'm tired of beating myself up. I had to go to the restroom and cry today for almost an hour. And then I found myself parked in my car somewhere during lunch because I couldn't go back to work the way I was. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know what else to say. I don't know what to do. I really think that you are right about us needing distance and boundaries from each other. I'm going to try and take your approach to things and just be more businesslike when it comes to us. It hurts me to be that way. And you know it does. But I don't think your friend's phone call or your comments would hurt so much if I wasn't desperate for us to keep some type of friendship. I just don't know if it is even possible. what I said back to him. I said I was sorry about the phone call, just like you are saying you're sorry for breaking up our marriage. If me saying sorry does not help you get over a phone call, try it for getting over being left. And for the record, I have learned a lot. I know that I was not perfect. I know I could have done much better in many, many things in our marriage. I did realize we were being destructive to one another. I know I was not the best wife. I know I was not the best mother. I know I could have and even should have done quite a few things differently. But I also know that you 
did not give me a chance to work on them. You did not give us a chance to see if we could fix things. I am not putting sole blame on you for all the ugly and unhealthiness of our marriage, but I will put 100% of the blame on you for ending it because you know, you damn well know that I was willing to work on it. Remember you called it too little too late because you spent months in the comfort of our home, sleeping next to me, fucking me, using me, and that comfort zone... Till you finally worked yourself to the point of leaving. And then it was too late for me to have a fighting chance. That I do blame you for. But for a long time now, I have taken full responsibility for my part in our issues. And you just choose to ignore that part because it does not help your, I'm always the bad guy, so that's why I need to leave excuse. Now let's talk about crying. I had to spend half an hour in the school bathroom yesterday because I was crying so much. I had to sit in my desk and do my best to not think about anything so I would not start crying again. I had to not look at people in the eye so they would not ask me what was wrong. I was sad. I was hurting so much because it was my eight-year wedding anniversary and I was going to be spending it with the girls instead of the man I loved. And I still, no matter what you think, I am not trying to get even. I'm trying to get better and to get over you. There are days when I want to scratch your eyes out still, and you do not know that because I'm trying to deal with my own issues. I'm not lashing out at you every time I feel hurt. You did not even know how bad I felt yesterday because I kept it to myself. And later I felt bad about that message that I could not sleep from worrying about your fucking feelings about how it would hurt you. And I did not want that. I do not want to get even, and you do not even comprehend what even would entail, and I hope that you never figure it out. I hope you never have to feel as horrible as I have felt. Still, I cannot help that nine months later, I am still hurt at how you could just do this to us, that you did not even try. I'm sorry, but I can't, that you have never said anything bad about me to another person. Well, you know, that's a good thing, I guess. But honestly, I don't care how anyone else thinks. But I have not said anything bad about you to my friends either. I have only told them the truth, that you wanted to break up, that you did not love me anymore, that you were not willing to go to therapy, that you were not willing to work at all. If any of this is not accurate, then please correct me. I know I'm being a smartass right now, but come on. What do you expect? What do you expect? You left your family. There is no honor in that at all. Maybe if you would have shown some interest in working on it, it would not have been so easy to judge you. And I know you say, I did not leave my family. I left you. Well, I see it different. Our boy every other weekend and one night a week is being left. Again, you may see it different than my friends or me. And if you do, then what they say should not bother you. But you feel guilt because you know you took the easy way out. I know there is a lot of venom in this email, and clearly I am still pretty raw from all of this, and you are right. It is because we are still way too connected. I'm going to remove you from my buddy list, and I feel you should do the same. I think we should keep things on a strictly our boy level. I think you and our boy should do trick-or-treating alone this Sunday, since it is 
in all fairness, your weekend with him. I think that we should not hang together anymore. And I think you should start finding out how long it will take for the divorce. It should only be three more months till I get a job and my own insurance. But if you do not want to wait that long, I totally understand. It is clear that our utopian post-marriage relationship is not in the cards for us. Okay, so there it is. I am so burned out on this crap and I'm just not going to think about it anymore. I feel like it will be best that we just stop talking and sharing and all that shit. Okay, that was super intense. Um, I got emotional on his letter starting off, which is kind of wild, but could it be that this is the first time I'm really analyzing things from his perspective? Could it be that now that I, there's this much distance from all of that heartbreak and trauma that I'm willing to acknowledge that he did suffer too, that he was going through something too in his own way? I know that when you're going through a separation and divorce and you aren't the one that wants it. I know that you have a hard time believing that the other person could be feeling anywhere near the pain that you're feeling or that they're not because who would do that to themselves? Who would choose to walk away from a marriage and cause themselves all of this pain? It doesn't make sense. You, you can't believe that they are suffering because why would you do that to yourself? This suffering is terrible. It is so terrible that all these years later, I feel like this, not because of him, not because of what I lost, but because of that whole situation is just, it's traumatic. Clearly, I still have some trauma from that whole, oh, that whole chapter in my life and it's crazy. It's crazy. I shouldn't be feeling like this now. I don't know. Should I be feeling like this now? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. But I know that probably very few people can sit there and live through a situation by reading through their journal entries. So this is very unique. You know, I can put myself and him back to those moments by reading through this and they were bad moments they were bad and I don't know if you listened to last um, journal entry and I was venting at him and I was raging because things weren't going well and I was blaming him but I have proof in this letter that he didn't know it I didn't send it to him. He didn't know how bad I was feeling. I wasn't just hurting him, hurting him, hurting him. I actually wrote it out. I got it out of my system. And then I understood that sending it to him made no sense. And so he never read those words. He never, I just didn't send it to him. It was not the point. My point was not to hurt him. My point was to vent and to try and heal. So... I know that having my friend call him and his work, I did not realize that it was his work. I remember that it happened and I remembered the story, but I did not remember that detail. And I'm going to admit that was a real bullshit 
move. That was so wrong on my part to allow that to happen. I, I shouldn't have done it, especially I should not have sent it to his job. That was, that was wrong. That was totally wrong. And I, and, I, and I accept that and I acknowledge that and I take responsibility for that. I should not have allowed that to happen. I understand why I did I was probably in my own pity party for myself. I may have had a drink or two. I may have thought for some reason it was a good idea, but it was absolutely the wrong idea. It was wrong of me to do that. I acknowledge that. That was wrong. And so moving on, it looks like I don't know that we discuss it very much. I guess he points out that he got it and he wasn't happy about it. But we don't really dwell on it. And I should have given him space. This is something that I, I'm still trying to learn today is, you know, let shit marinate. Let it, let it ride. Give space. Because I obviously underestimated how badly that voice message affected him, clearly. And then I start trying to have other conversations and I am not emotionally ready for these other conversations either. We were talking about Thanksgiving and, you know, the one thing that I will say is that he was kind enough to let me take my son, even if it was his weekend, because he knew we were going to go do something fun. We were going to be around a lot of family. And at that point, he didn't have another partner. He didn't have anybody. So it would have just been both of them alone. And as much as maybe he would have appreciated that or liked that, he also knew that my son being around uh, his a whole bunch of family would probably be more of a memory and something that he would want to remember. And I do appreciate that. But he makes a comment about not having family. And I just, I read 20 million things into it. I read all of my insecurity and my hurt and my heartbreak into it. And okay, again, I can see where that can happen. You're, you know, but then I pointed out because I still wasn't perfect. I wasn't perfect. And instead of just letting it slide, I felt the need to do the dig. So a lot of this I brought on myself. I get it. I wasn't, um, <laughs> I, this is a healing process. This healing process takes a long time. I still have journal entries all the way till, you know, four years later. So there is, you know, it's not a quick band-aid fix. It's not, it's not over right away. It's going to take time. And we're still in the thick of it. We were getting better. We were getting more to a friendly phase. But also, and I know I'm all over the place in this episode, and I'm sorry, but I also recognize where he says something that I've been saying on my journal entries for weeks or months. We are not healed enough to be so friendly. We are glossing over some, some pain, some, some scars, some hurt, some, some open pussy wounds. We're glossing over them so that we can be friendly and so that we can try and save some sort of friendship. But... But because the wounds are there, just under the surface, it's, it, you know, it allows us to get hurt more, both of us, apparently. You know, I think I got emotional reading his letter because I could so relate to what he was 
writing from my side. And I'm sad today, I'm sad today that because I was the person that was dumped, I like to say, I didn't acknowledge that he had his own pains and his own, and he would say that he did, but I wouldn't see it, obviously, and I had a hard time believing it. And he put it all out there in that letter, but I was also still so raw and so emotional that I read what he said, but I felt the need to also um, talk about, well, this is my experience. This is how I'm feeling too. It was like a back and forth. I don't think either of us was listening to the other. We were both marinating in our pain and we weren't acknowledging the other person. I wasn't acknowledging his pain. He wasn't acknowledging my pain. We were all just sharing with each other the pain that we were experiencing. And basically it got neither of us anywhere, you know? Yeah, you're hurt, but I'm hurt. Yeah, you feel bad, but I feel bad. Well, I said sorry, but you also said sorry. (laughs) It was, wow, it was not good. It was not good. I'm emotionally drained, honestly. This was rough. I I don't know what to specifically pinpoint in this back and forth between us. I I do recognize that, you know, he's he he basically threw in my face that I had shared with him that I had learned some things, which I had learned some things about myself and I took accountability for certain things in our marriage. I understood that. I got that. And I shared with him that I recognized that it wasn't all him. It was, you know, I had some blame. But then when he gets mad, he throws that in my face. Like, oh yeah, you're saying that you recognize shit, but here you are again doing the same thing. It's not the same thing. And if you don't recognize or accept that I'm being honest and telling you what I have, that I've grown, and then when we have a step back, you throw that back in my face, you know, that's not right either. Honestly, this was a lot. This was a lot. I don't know. I almost want to say that this was, it was pretty ugly. I mean, we were both just going for the jugular on each other. And I don't think we were being horribly insulting, but we were being so raw, but neither of us Neither of us was seeing the pain of the other person. I, I believe that 100% by reading how we both responded to each other. Neither of us were acknowledging each other's pain. We were just deep, deep into our own pain. And that's just not a way to have a conversation. I, I don't know what happens next. I'm not sure if, uh, if we are able to come back from this and spend time together again before Halloween, which is mentioned there. Um, You know, we have many other blowouts that I know for sure. This one just seemed really, oof, really emotional. This was jam-packed. And 
I don't know. I don't know that you're getting anything from this episode. I don't know if I'm able to analyze it so well. I'm, I'm just really surprised at how it's affecting me, honestly. And I'm going to have to do some self-reflection on that whole thing. Anyway, here it is. It is part of the journey. And so I am going to share it with you because that's what I've committed to doing. So thank you for listening. I'm going to end it because I could just keep talking in circles, but I think we've gone on long enough. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here and letting me just live through this and and learn from it, whatever little bit I might actually learn. And I guess I'll leave it there and I'll catch you on the next one. Bye for now. And with that, we'll be wrapping up this week's episode. As always, I appreciate you taking some time out of your day to listen to my podcast. I know you have many other options to choose from. If you would like to join a community of women to discuss further details of the episodes and to reach out to me, you can find a link to our Facebook group in the show notes. If you just want to drop me a quick note, you can do so at www.heavypagespodcast.com. And if you enjoy listening to this podcast and haven't done so yet, I would appreciate if you would rate subscribe, and maybe share with others. And please remember that sometimes the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone. I'll see you next week.